So if you took time out of your day to join us, very much appreciate that. And if you're listening later on the podcast, you can definitely follow us on social media. You can follow Nicole on Twitter at Ellison underscore 712. You can follow me at LoveShackYT. And you can follow the podcast at UNCH Podcast, as well as on TikTok at Uncharted Horizons Podcast. So look forward to seeing you guys over there if you want to check us out. Source Twitter may die at any moment, right, with all the chaos going on. So definitely follow us on TikTok. And uh, I hear there's a new social media platform, uh, Vine or Hive. I don't fucking know. I'm old, apparently. Um, So maybe we'll set up a Hive account at some point. Um, But uh, I'm Braden, joined by Nicole. How are you this evening? Is your week going so far? It's going great. Getting closer to Christmas every day. So how how can I complain? <laughs> Which honestly, both a blessing and a curse, right? Because it's the best holiday and it's really I'm fun, spending, but it goes by so fast. Yeah, I'm spending a lot of money and I'm really happy to do so, <laughs> but also sad because money. But like the end product is gifts. So it's a, it's a, it's worth it for sure. It does feel nice to give gifts. It's probably my favorite part of the holiday is like, you know, like picking things for people and getting things. But I'm trying to do my Christmas shopping in waves because like I can't wait till like the last week and then go buy it all. I just won't have the money for it. So like I'm going to start this week and grab a couple things and then uh, you were easy. I already knew what I'm getting you. Um, And I believe we just said we're going to do our Christmas gift opening actually live on the show, like exchange gifts prior, but wait to open them. until. I need to. Yeah, I need to buy yours but i'll be very excited for you to open that line you do what you got to do i'm pretty excited about it y'all buy gifts for other people brian said well i'll be honest and i don't know how nicole does it but the way i typically do gifts is i have a very uh, like my core group of friends i've been friends with for years and there's four of us so we all buy gifts for each other and then i have like a, a larger group of friends that i play like games with card games with and stuff we do a secret santa with that group so we all mm-hmm. take turns picking and then you know i gotta buy my girlfriend something and like my parents and my brother so and, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, I don't buy gifts for everyone. I have a big family and I love them all dearly, but usually I'll either just buy them all like a lottery ticket and, you know, win or, you know, I can't, love lottery tickets, can't go crazy. Yeah. You just buy a bunch of like $2 lottery tickets and, uh, and, and they go from there. Isaac said, uh, I didn't know you guys were live. And May said, Isaac didn't even know you were live. Fake fan. Uh, I tweeted yesterday that we were going to be live tonight on the podcast account. Nicole and I both retweeted it. Uh, it's kind of rude you don't have our alerts on. Yeah, even just for one of us. I mean, all three of us tweeted it. I posted it on Facebook, too. I mean, it's there. You know, I retweet it and I tweet on my personal today. Yep, and going live today. it's yeah, it's it's all there. Uh, I mean, we've posted it. I, it's probably in Discord. I mean, it's been posted. There's really not a lot of excuses there. I got to be honest with we you. We need one of those uh, the websites where you post once and it goes to all of everything. What's that like? Tweet, tweet deck, Something. I think. Yeah, like it goes to like all of your social medias and such. Yeah, I've 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 heard of it. Uh, Isaac said uh, I unfollowed Nicole. I don't know why you did that. I literally said you were cool, so I mean, I mean, go off. Maybe all the God of War spoilers or something. I don't know. But um, thanks to everyone very, for popping I'm in. Very careful with those. I know. I don't think you've posted much. I uh, I saw a few things. I didn't necessarily intend to see that spoiled some elements of the story for me. But to be honest, by the time I get a chance to play it early next year, I'll probably forget most of what it was anyway. So it's okay. I'm very uh, vague, and if it's a photo, I use the spoiler feature, so you literally have to click, yes, I want to see this photo <laughs> before you see it. See? That's that's what we appreciate. And uh, and Brian said, Nicole spoiled me, and I was furious. Uh, I don't know if that's you true or not. You the game before me. Yeah, so I was going to say, how is that possible? It's more your tweets that I avoid. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, so we're doing a little bit of a Thanksgiving show this evening. Uh, we've got some, you know, a couple opening thoughts. Want to throw a few things out there in a moment. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving, biggest shopping day of the year. And there are some crazy, crazy sales going on here. Uh, thanks, Davey Wavy, for the sub, by the way. Really appreciate that. Um, there are some crazy deals here, and we're going to talk about some of them. I actually already bought one. I bought Sonic Frontiers for $29. Um, I have played maybe about an hour of it, but it seems really fun so far. And uh, there are some really good deals if you know where to look, and there's some games you're behind on. Um, then we're going to talk about, uh, you know, just a little bit of a loose, fun topic, like things we're thankful for in gaming, like whether it's games we have fond memories of, things we're glad exist because they're fun, just kind of, you know, loose. And then, of course, the uh, main event, if you will, our Thanksgiving dinner draft. We're going to do a five team, five, uh, five selection draft i guess because thanksgiving is pretty all-encompassing and if you guys saw nicole's tweet earlier she did say she was considering leaving turkey off of her draft list which i think is basically a lock for me um i would have to draft pretty poorly and i'm hoping to redeem myself here so that's the show lineup today um nicole any opening thoughts this evening anything you want to uh anything you want to mention before we uh you know before we start to dive mm -hmm. in I don't think so. I'm just, you know, I'm chugging along in God of War when I got the time. But you, you know, liking otherwise. it so far? You still sort of finding oh, yeah. the progress to be? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's very good. I don't see it changing, but I think at this point, I definitely like Ragnarok over 2018. Um, there's just certain things about this game that I shall not divulge that I enjoy that make it just a lot better than 2018. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I've heard Kratos has some really cool character development and stuff, among other things. I mean, that yeah, I think he does in 2018 a lot too. But yeah, they definitely take that and continue it. And he's he's he already was people's favorite character, I think, for like PlayStation icons. But I think he's really going to solidify himself as like one of the goats. He already was, but like even more so is how good his arc has been so far. Fair enough. All right. Well. Uh, yeah, I basically, uh, wanted to quickly, uh, touch on something here, and that is, uh, ironically enough, what I mentioned to you very briefly before we started, and I think it's, it's gotta do with gift wrapping, and let me just say, I think in 2022, with all the techno technology that we have, and the advancements that we've made, the fact that we still have to archaically wrap gifts with wrapping paper is a little bit frustrating to me. Um, for just a bit of context, I've never been great with wrapping presents. Typically, my gifts look as though they were put through a, uh, a grinder of sorts. Um, I, I know you're supposed to, like, fold and roll and, you know, cut the line and use the thing to, to layer in. And I, I, for the life of me, can't do it. And I think for a while I blamed myself. I thought I was the problem. Um, but now I'm starting to think that the problem is actually just the fact that we still have to use wrapping paper for this. Like what I, what I'm proposing here and, and my friends have often kind of flamed me because my gifts are terribly wrapped and it looks like, you know, they were just, you know, completely terrible. Uh, I think that we should probably have similar to like when you buy like aluminum foil and you're cooking and you can buy like individual foil sheets. I think we should just have wrap sheets like wrapping paper and you just pull a sheet out and you wrap it up and you cut it off almost like it comes in a prepackaged box. I typically will just buy gift bags, get some fancy tissue paper, maybe a little bit of sparkle and stuff in there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's surprising. It's thoughtful. It's whatever, but it's not the, you know, the nightmare that is wrapping presents so hopefully there is some support there um in the comments but yeah gift wrapping i really do feel like we should leave that behind and move to a more practical way of presents because it's really it's just more work than it needs you know 
That's just a you problem. I was I was about to post uh, a tweet comparing our rapping methods that I think people will find um, comparable. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, just a couple of comments to read while you're doing that. Um, Isaac said, "Just wrap the Amazon box," uh, and May said, "That's what people say when they can't wrap." And then she said, "My dude, just buy gift bags from now on." Um, I think that that's sort of what I do. And again, I can wrap sort of, but like the, it's sort of like folding clothes at a store, you know, like when like Listen, when you. Work- I want to record video, a video of me wrapping a present. Like I said, as long as it's a somewhat of a square or rectangle or really anything similar to that, that's kind of flat. You can wrap it. I'm gonna post a video, and it's gonna be Uncharted Horizons exclusive on Twitter. Okay, I'll post my video wrapping, and I'll show you the difference, (laughs) and then I'll show you why I think a bag is the way to go. I mean, listen, I'm all in favor of, like, those gift boxes that you can get, and you put them in a gift box, you put some paper around it, and then you put the gift box in, like, some kind of exterior package, but it's just, you know, the big roll of wrapping paper, and you gotta cut it, and you gotta hope that you're cutting it right, and then you gotta hope that, like, it fits, and boxes come in all kinds of different shapes and sizes. Honestly, I just think it's a bit archaic, and I I think that it would be better for everyone to kind of move on from that, right? Like, you're environmental, right? You support, like, saving the trees and the forests and stuff. Surely, reusing boxes and gift bags has to be better than than wrapping. I don't know why you hate the turtles so much, but I think that's just... It is, but... They have, like, not cardboard, but recyclable, like, wrapping paper now. It looks like, like, you know, like the, I don't know, it looks like cardboard. It's like that brown material. I think that looks very tasteful, too. You could use that. I don't think that's what I bought this year, because I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. own a home. <laughs> it's uh-huh. very yep. expensive. Yeah. Um, so I think I just kind of buy whatever wrapping paper looks nice. I actually bought some at the dollar store that has, like, Marvel characters on it, and it's quite I've seen it. I saw it there the other day and I almost bought a couple rolls and I'm like, I'm not going to go back to this. I'm going to just go to the gift bags. And it's just, it's just, I think. Once you get past the, like what, what your roadblock is with wrapping, you'll be like, wow, this is so easy. It's honestly akin to folding a shirt. Like if you work at a clothing store in the mall or something, you know how they all fold all the shirts perfectly. It's the same damn thing. Why isn't there like a wrap machine, like a wrap tool like if i want to roll a blunt i can get my little roller and put it in and then just kind of roll it over there's nothing like that for gifts where you could just put the gift on and then twist the sides and wrap it like i just don't i think your hands (laughs) yeah but it's not i mean i just don't think it's in very user friendly i think for all the accessibility that we're doing in 2022 and i very much support that I, I just don't think it's very good for those it's of us. It's a fine motor skill, you know. You gotta you gotta make sure you're doing activities like that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Brian said, uh, "Stand your ground. I'm with you. Down with wrapping," which I believe. Uh, Brian also said, "Give them the thing as is." I'm not into that. I like the surprise. Um, and Isaac said, "Gotta be good with your hands." I mean, I'll tell you, uh, Isaac, you've never complained about that before. So. Um, that being said, though, we are, um, yeah, we're in an era where I just think we could move on from gift wrapping and move on to a more effective way of doing that. So if you have ever watched Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, which is a holiday classic, there's literally a wrapping department in the in the episode where they have someone there. I would like that to be a thing. Takes and, a note from Minnie. Right. And yeah, can confirm Braden sucks at wrapping gifts is what Mika Moose said. And again, like I said, my friends have often roasted me for this and it's not without merit, but the thing is, is that if I didn't have to wrap because of the societal expectations of wrapping paper, this wouldn't be a problem. So You're making me want to demand my gift to be wrapped and I won't accept it otherwise. Listen, I'll wrap it, but you're going to look at it and be like, what is, I want, like, I want it wrapped. what I in the Helen Keller is going on here? And I just don't think that that's, that's going to be appropriate for anyone. So Isaac said, I'm starting my own podcast. That's great. 
That is, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm curious how that's going to go. The whole shirt. The you shirt. see my shirt. I don't know what your shirt is. It doesn't It's a, It's like a it. cancer shirt. It has a crab on it. Oh, nice. Zodiac, yeah. You ever post that one on Reddit and see what kind of feedback you get? Or is it still just no. the fantastic piece? Just the fantastic picture. All right. So, yeah, I just I just felt like that needed to be acknowledged because I just think wrapping presents is terrible. But I love Christmas and I love everything about it. And I'm really excited for like to get deeper into that and talk about Christmas stuff and whatnot in the in the next slate of shows. Um, one other quick thought before we actually move into Black Friday stuff. Um, last week's show did well so far. Um, thanks to everybody who listened. We did not hit the 5,000 viewer mark or anywhere close. Um, but that last episode that was getting over 5K has still been getting people listening. So maybe they're just taking some time to catch up. Uh, but all jokes aside, just thanks again to everybody who checked that out. And, um, you know, we talked about Black Panther last week and Nicole's initial thoughts on God of War. That's up on all streaming platforms now if you want to uh, check that out. So... Okay, if you don't have any other opening thoughts, um, let's uh, let's move into our main, our first topic tonight, which is the uh, Black Friday sales. I mis misorganized these, as I now realize. Um, Black Friday sales. There's a lot going on, and uh, definitely a lot to look forward to. And Nicole, I know you kind of brought some things up as well, so I'm gonna go ahead and just bring up some graphics that I have here for this uh, as we sort of get started here. Uh, and we can kind of move from there. So tell us, um, tell us where you're standing with some of these Black Friday sales, my friend. Or what's on the screen? Well, you can start with what's on the screen, or we can pretend that I'm perfectly managing exactly how well this is on the screen, and we can go from there. Um, I mean, it looks great on the screen. Yeah, but it um, won't let me grab it. That's the problem I'm experiencing here. Right. Well, it's Animal Crossing New Horizons for $29 at Walmart. Um, it's probably other places. I've noticed a lot with these Black Friday deals that if one has it, Amazon either shortly follows or another retailer follows um, with similar pricing, and a lot of them price match. Um, but yeah, having a Nintendo game go anywhere below 40 I think is an accomplishment. Um, and Animal Crossing is a great game. If you haven't played it for some reason, then you should get it, because $29 is a steal, if you ask me. There's over like 500 hours of content in the game and i know that because i have over 500 hours of content and if you like it you can get dlc from there which even gives you more hours so yeah 29 dollars is a great great value for that game yeah i'm very surprised to see it that low but i guess it has been out for a while so it's not shocking it's just nintendo doesn't typically make those dips um i played it for about 10 hours it was fun i got bored but i think it's definitely more of like if it's your type of game and you like that type of thing then the game appeals to you you know if you're like i liked cult of the lamb because it had like half animal crossing half you know binding of isaac different type of game so I, I do like that but yeah i mean my friend put it i know she put like over two three hundred hours in it as well um and i know you've put a ridiculous amount of time into it so 29 bucks is definitely a good deal for that um without a doubt and uh hopefully you know we'll get some more um you know sales from nintendo along the lines Another one I thought was really interesting is Demon's Souls, which is a PS5 exclusive and is a crazy, crazy good game. Uh, obviously, if you like Elden Ring, you'll like Demon's Souls. It's from the same genre. This game is $70 retail. It is on sale for $25 for Black Friday. Now, Walmart is the first place I saw with this sale, but a lot of other retailers typically do follow suit, like Nicole said, and some even price match. Um, although I will say that it does look like some places like Best Buy and stuff are suspending their price match services during the week of 
Thanksgiving. I guess that kind of makes some sense. Uh, we don't have all of the Cyber Monday sales yet either, so it's possible some of these could be replicated or they could be saving some for that. But 25 bucks for Demon Souls on PS5, that's a really, really good price. I definitely think that uh, if you're interested in that and you have a PS5, it's definitely a good time to buy it because I don't, I don't see it staying that low. Not for a long time. Yep. I'm a little behind your graphics. Oh, fair enough. I got you. I got you. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. So you have Elden Ring for $35, which I think also is a great deal. I feel like I might have saw it like for 30 Maybe not. But still, yeah, this game came out this year, and it's potentially game of the year. I'd say it's either the winner or the runner-up. Um, so yeah, having this game already almost half off is pretty substantial. Yeah, I think so too. I was double checking some of the game catalogs. I had them pulled up on the screen. Um, I don't see it for less than thirty-five. Target has it for forty, which is pretty good. Um, just a quick honorable mention. I didn't have a graphic for Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars, which I think is a game I want to play at some point. It's only nine ninety-nine, and the original God of War on PS4 is nine ninety-nine. So if you haven't played Ragnarok yet and you want to play God of War and get into it first, ten bucks for the game at Target for Black Friday is a really good uh, honorable mention deal that yeah, I did not to throw about. So I love Elden Ring. It's a great game. At 35 is good. I do I am a little surprised it's not a bit lower, but given that, you know, it's also probably on, you know, the next gens, eh, you know, eh, 35 is not bad. You'll definitely get your money's worth out of 35 for that without a doubt. So uh Horizon Forbidden West, another game I haven't played. I'd really like to play the Horizon series at some point. I know Nicole's huge. My dad's actually a big fan. He played the first one recently and he's in the middle of playing the second one now. Um that game visually beautiful and uh $70 retail for the next gen consoles, 35 on sale at Walmart. So $50 off uh, 50% off rather. Um I'm sorry, what was that? I would say that's also crazy because oh. that also came out this year a little bit after or before Elden Ring. They were close to one another. I think it, I think might it was have been a little slight. bit after. Oh, I was going to say it might have been slightly before, but I'm actually not sure off the top of my head. I playing so. Elden Ring to play Horizon, but it could have been the other way around. Oh, makes sense. Either way, um, definitely a worthwhile deal, I think, if you're into that game. And I think Horizon Zero Dawn, I mean, is pretty affordable on all platforms at this point, except for PC. It should probably um, be like nine ninety nine as well, or um, if you have PlayStation, it's included in the um, is PlayStation the... Plus collection. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, we, we need to talk about that at some point in a future video, how that's been performing versus Game Pass and what they're doing with it and everything, I think would be an interesting topic. Um, but yeah, Forbidden West, definitely 35 bucks, you know, 70 is pretty steep, but it's probably worth it, um, you know, visually, uh, but definitely a good chance to grab that at a lower price without a doubt. Next one is... Alright, I can see it now. <laughs> Mario Party Superstars for $29. It retails for $60. Um, I forget when that came out, but that's, again, a good price for a Nintendo game. Usually you see, like, their Nintendo exclusive stuff go on sale, but not necessarily their IPs, like Mario, Zelda. Um, there's more Nintendo-specific <laughs> things. Or, like, the Rabbids games. Those always go on sale. But to see, like, a main line, like, Mario Kart or Mario Party drop below, like, 40, I think is pretty impressive. Um, people generally generally like this one more than the most recent Mario Party. Like, the numbered one, whatever we're on. Mario Party 10, whatever mm -hmm. the fuck number we're on. I think it's 10. Um, Superstars took some of their older courses and remastered um, them. I guess that's the right term. Um, I own this one. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. 
anything below 40 for Nintendo is good. Yeah, I, I mentioned this one, and when we talked about some of these deals, I actually didn't see this at first, and I thought this is kind of insane because, I mean, from two perspectives. One, it is a great game. It is the most fun Mario Party I've played since, like, 7, which was on GameCube. Um, I know some people liked the Wii ones. I was not a fan um, personally, but this one basically actually rebuilt a lot of the maps from the ground up from the earlier games and brought all the mini games back. So there's a bunch of mini games from all the other games. Um, I played it with friends. Weirdly, my friend's dog is very much like afraid or uncomfortable with this game. I don't know if just doesn't like the noises or what goes on, but every time we play, he gets all apprehensive. It's kind of funny, but also kind of sad. Um, but this is a really fun game. And I just, it's, it's a Nintendo game. It's a Mario party game that is marked down over 50%. That is just not something you see often. And I do not think it's going to be like, it's going to go back up to what, if not 60, it'll go back up to like 50 something at GameStop. Maybe, um, this is a, this game came out, I think November of 2021, so it hasn't been that long, um, about a year, but it's a really fun game. It's not the greatest Mario Party ever for the record. Like you can only play it so many times in a row or in a sitting before you're like, all right, I got to move on and do something else. But it's definitely really fun to pick up and play. And I highly, highly recommend if it's something you're interested in and you have a Switch and you don't have the game, 29 bucks is a great deal on this. Like a really, really good price. I wish Double Dash, I mean, um... Mario Kart 8 was also on sale, but I haven't been able to find anything indicating that that's going to be marked down yet, despite being out for like 100 years at this point. Literally. I tweeted that today. I was like, Nintendo be like, oh, we have games for sale, and it's like fucking $40, and it's a game that's been out for five plus years. Like, that's not a sale. You do this every year. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I know your games still sell, but like, come on. Yep, Imagine how much more they'd sell if you dropped the price. Nintendo's like notorious for this, and I don't know why I said notorious so weird, but they're just there. It's just a thing, and it's like games don't get marked down all that much. And and again, especially Mario titles. Like I'm pretty sure even Mario Odyssey is still like a fifty dollar game. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it's definitely not like a quote unquote like you know, budget friendly, like, hey, I'm going to wait and pick this up sort of thing. It's just kind of like you're going to yeah. pay what you want to pay. And uh, and Superstars is really good. I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is one of the best games ever made. We talked about that ad nauseum when we did our first episodes, you know, 100 years ago at this point. Um, and I think if that game was on sale for 25, even 30, probably a, a, a guaranteed grab just to own. Because, like, you probably don't play Mario Kart all the time. But if you have friends over, you're with people, like, it's just a great game to have and be able to pop in. So Superstars definitely feels like one of the best uh, sales on here for sure if you're into those types of games. Not my cup of tea, but I have to mention this. Madden uh, NFL 23, which just came out like less than a month ago at Walmart, is on sale for $23. Um, now, it says pre-owned, so I don't know if Walmart said, like, it might be an online-only deal, but $60 is the going price for it. I believe 70 on next-gen, um, and for it to be more than 50% off, and this game quite literally, when I say just came out, I think it's, like, two or three weeks old. Like, one of my best friends is, like, big into Madden, loves all the games, and I like it. I mean, I'll play one or two games a year, but I don't buy it it's the same thing every year for the most part uh, but i know there are people who are going to be interested in this and madden as well as fifa 23 and a couple of other sports games are marked down right around the same price like between 23 29 that's a big drop um those games drop naturally over time as the next one gets announced but if you want to pick it up and play it i mean 23 bucks off a 60 dollar game honestly not bad uh if it was you know 15 i might consider grabbing it just to have but not, I'm not, not, not doing it for me personally, but if you're a fan of Madden or any of the other sports titles, definitely check it out. Walmart and Target both have really good sales on those. As we transition between them here, I keep forgetting that Nicole's behind because she's watching <laughs> okay. the, the stream. 
Um, okay, yeah, so now we have Sonic Frontiers, which is $35 at Amazon, um, which is nuts because it's a $60 game that just came out a few weeks ago. Um, I'm very tempted to buy it at this price, and I think Brayden actually did. So I did. I just bought it, and I actually, this graphic that I pulled up, I didn't realize the Amazon one. It is $35 at Amazon. It's not bad. I bought it at Walmart for $29, actually. Um, so Walmart, if you're a Walmart Plus member, they the early access went up yesterday at noon. If you're just a regular shopper, it went up early access last night at 7 p.m. It is $29 on all systems uh, at Walmart, and I believe that lasts from Monday through Saturday. So I, I can tell you, I downloaded the game, I installed it, I got it for Xbox Series X. There's an upgrade built in, uh, I think, P- for the Xbox One anyway. PS5 is going to have its own copy. Um, I don't know if there's an upgrade built in for the PS4 version or not. Like That I don't know. Um, but it looks really cool so far. I've played about maybe an hour, not even, but close to it. Really, really cool game. It's got good reviews. We joked about this on the show when it was first talked about, it, and I was like, oh, whatever, it looks bad, because the tr- first trailer did look bad. They released an unfinished trailer, and uh, the reviews have been really good. Uh, there's been nothing but positive things, and for 29 bucks or even 35 on Amazon... Yeah, you really can't go wrong. I think this is the best individual game sale that's going on during this Black Friday week, at least that we know of. I actually think I ended up paying 21 at Walmart because I had some rewards points saved up, so I cashed that in and ended up paying 21 bucks. And um, yeah, if you can get this, you know, under 30 or even 35 if you get on Amazon, how often do you get like Amazon gift cards randomly or other stuff? Like, you know, it's definitely worth worth picking up at that price, so. Yep, and when we were looking to see, just because Brayden actually went to the store, and they were like, no, you can't buy this, so he had to go home defeated. Um, we looked. I was like, oh, it's for sale at that price on Amazon, but Amazon actually sold out, so it is a deal that people are jumping at. I mean, who wouldn't? Because it's very cheap for a new game. Yeah, they sold out for... Uh, I wanted it for Xbox. I've explained this a thousand times now, but my roommate has a PS5. I do not. I have a PS4, and I have access to Xbox, a Switch, but I don't I wanted to play this on next gen. Sure as hell didn't want to play it on Switch. Um, <laughs> without a doubt, did not want to play this on Switch. I thought it's definitely, in order to like really get the most out of the game, I think you're better off playing it on the next gen console, especially if you're going to pay the same price to buy this on PS4 as you would on PS5. So highly recommend. Yeah, I went to the store to get it and they were like, no. And I signed up for the Walmart Plus membership just to get the early access only because... Um, it's got free shipping and everything for the whole month, so I'm going to do some of my Christmas shopping through that and then actually get a lot of the other deals and stuff, so it's sort of going to pay for itself. But, I mean, I've only played it for an hour so far, and I'm really excited to get back in and play more, so I don't know if my endorsement, you know, my feelings on the game may change, and I'll talk about it more in detail on a future episode when I've had a chance to play enough to really have an opinion, but... I have to say, it seems like it might be a real hit for Sonic, at least by Sonic game standards. And uh, for for that price, given the amount of you know stuff going on with it, I I definitely recommend it. I put my money to my mouth is on that, and I bought it myself, so definitely recommend. Uh, Pokemon Snap is one I noticed at Best Buy. So this kind of falls in line with what Nicole was saying, where Nintendo's markdowns kind of suck. Um, to an extent, but it's forty one ninety nine at Best Buy. Kind of weird. Don't know why they wouldn't just go thirty nine ninety nine, but it's normally sixty dollars. And they even say here in the graphic I have up on the screen that normally you see the games down around ten bucks off. This is about double that. So pretty decent. This is the yeah the lowest it's been forty one bucks. I don't know that like. I don't know. I haven't played Snap. this Snap. I played the first one. I have I friends have. who have, and I've heard good things about it. Nicole talked about it on our Pokemon episode a while back. If you guys checked that out, she had good things to say about it. 
I mean, there's other games out right now that you could probably get more bang for your buck out of $42. But if you have all those games or you're just a big Pokemon fan or you've been wanting this one, $41.99 is really not bad considering how infrequently Nintendo and even Pokemon games drop, I think. This is true. It's still, I, this game, I don't know, the putting value on things today is just like impossible, but it's very simple of a concept. So I don't know if like $41.99 is even worth, like it is worth it. Like it's a very polished game and it's going to make you really sad that Pokemon games don't look like this in general because <laughs> they're clearly capable of it. That's pretty much what that game taught me. It's just like seeing how Scarlet and Violet run. You play Pokemon Snap and it is, you're on a controlled course with, um, not really a movie playing but kind of because you don't really like move around in the thing you just like move your camera and take photos but yeah the the animations and everything is like beautiful um i'd say like if this game was like 30 dollars, like definitely buy it mm-hmm. um i mean i bought it full price so like who am i to say <laughs> but, and i never even played the original um i just really like the concept of that and there's actually a lot of content in it though so i guess yeah for the 41.99 if you're a pokemon fan in any capacity and you want you're looking for like a chiller experience um i definitely say it's worth it because i've played it for a while and they've actually added a free update since I've played, too. So they've added, like, more locations um, to go on, like, your photo expeditions. Yeah, and I'm not ignoring you, by the way. I was actually looking up Snap on eBay to see what the going rate was for it, sort of on the secondary market for price comparison. And to be honest, it does seem like they sell open complete in box for around 40 bucks. So uh, give it, you know, just retrospective to the actual price. It's really not that bad. Um, it's yeah, definitely I was looking a to buy though. a game for my friend. I was looking to buy the new Kirby game, which I haven't seen on sale for Black Friday. If I did, if it's there, I just haven't seen it. Um, I went on eBay. I was like, oh, surely people are selling their pre-owned copies. Yeah, no, they're still selling for like $40, $45 with shipping. And I'm like, why? Like, it, ugh, because Nintendo doesn't put their stuff on sale. Neither do resellers have to put their stuff on sale. And I'm like, you've played your game. Give it to me for $30. God damn it. <laughs> and that is... um. That is Kirby and the Forgotten, what is it, Forgotten Forgotten Realm or something, Forgotten Lands. Yeah, I think that is on sale, actually, at Target. I'm looking right now at the ads. I believe, don't hold me to that yet, because I'm I'm looking for confirmation, but I believe that's on sale at Target for uh, $40, I think. Which, I mean, I don't know how much of a sale that really is. In terms yeah, of what you're, Nintendo, you know, it's good, but. what you're saying, but yeah, I mean that's uh, that's definitely one that could be worth picking up. I've heard I've heard about that one too. I also just noticed that the Walmart, depending on where you're at, has um, the God of War Ragnarok bundle digital edition for PS5 at 450. So just some food for thought. 450 bucks isn't bad, but I don't know what the performance is like on that and whether or not the digital edition is holding up. I know the Xbox Series the S it's has... It's not like the S and X. Oh, okay. It's the exact say... same hardware that just doesn't have a disk drive. Okay. Well, then that makes more sense. I just I had heard something about that being um, a thing, and I wanted to sort of mention it because it looked like a good deal. I mean, if you're looking for something... I mean, I feel like at this point you can get PS5s without too much trouble, but... Sort of, yeah. I, I, I thought Kirby was on sale. I'm, I was trying to find it. I, I looked at the ads I have pulled up, and I'm not seeing it somewhere, but it might be. Uh, maybe GameStop or something. There's some neat stuff yeah. there. So It's probably like 40, 45-ish. Because like I said, it was just not on sale. <laughs> yeah, and that's a you know, questionable sale. So uh, the one I had, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, this is a $60 game. It's actually on sale at Best Buy for $45. Um, normally, it's about $50 on sale, so it's an extra 5 bucks off. You have $15 off MSRP. 
Um, this game has really good reviews. It obviously has some graphical issues going on, but I've heard that it doesn't really impact the playstyle all that much. And it, there's no way it's performing as bad as Scarlet and Violet currently, which is just uh, a topic that we may, you know, we need to tackle in a future video because I think there's probably a lot to say about it. And the overall amount of effort that Game Freak has put into that game it feels very low compared to what the expectation are. And I have personal feelings about that from the perspective of like the only way to really send a message that like there really should be better quality in a game that's one of the top selling franchises on the entire planet. Uh, is to not buy the games, but you have so many diehard Pokemon fans who are going to buy the games it's anyway, so there's <laughs> never going to be any type of real effort on their part unless there's like a patch that makes the game physically unplayable, at which point they'd probably yeah. put something out, but I... Arceus is worth it though. Yeah, and so that's sort of what there's no sale on Scarlet and Violet for the record which is obvious, it's way too recent, but I mean, we've seen it in the past with some games that come out and there's like a sale, you know, right on release, but I, I didn't think we we're going to get anything for that, um, but 45 bucks for Arceus, I mean, I Nicole has has said great things about it. A couple of my close friends who are not not gaming snobs, but are typically very opinionated on gaming and harder to impress than some have had good things to say about it. So I I mean, 45 bucks for a Pokemon title, it's different than the norm a little bit if you want to play something a bit more kind of unique and out there. Um, Arceus is on sale at Best Buy for 45 so I do think that's a pretty yeah. good... Um, yeah, Arceus, they decided to run that game at a lower frame rate so it doesn't suffer from nearly as bad of graphical and performance issues that the scarlet and violet do um it doesn't it doesn't look like a current gen game but like it runs very smooth i didn't have any like performance issues in that respect it just doesn't look as like advanced as it could whereas scarlet and violet went for the higher frame rate and better performance and it cannot handle it so <laughs> it looks better as far as some of the models and things but it, it just can't handle it so they should not have done that but you know yeah rcs is still worth it um i'm actually gonna trade in my copy of rcs since i've done literally almost everything you can in that game i've like maxed out my deck um and stuff decks not deck um and it's trading in for like 30 at gamestop if you're like a pro member so i'm like 30 dollars I was like, I can do that, especially if I, like, get lucky and someone's already fucking either got fed up and traded it in or finished it already. Um, so, yeah, I hope to play the new Pokemon soon just because I have heard really good things. We can talk about that in the future. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I will not be purchasing it. Um ever maybe never not never i'm not gonna hold it in like in like six years someone's gonna come back to this episode and be like you said you'll never no but uh right now i just think it sets a bad the game is just from what i hear is just i watched my buddy finished it already we watched him stream it in discord he played a lot of it and he liked the game he said it was very fun but it was physic like visually and like physically glitchy and unplayable and i just it is a billion dollar franchise it, they print like, money no, they're not like other devs where they're very communicative and open, like we're working on this patch. I'd be surprised, or I wouldn't be surprised if they don't patch it at all. Um, but the good thing about buying pre-owned from GameStop is, is that every cent goes back into GameStop's pocket. So if you're buying pre-owned, you're not giving money to Nintendo to be like, hey, we bought your game in this unfinished state. Um, they only profit when you're buying new from a store. I'm sure other retailers are like that as well, but I know for GameStop specifically, all of the pre-owned profits. Or... Don't hold me to that. It might have changed. But yeah, pre-owns like all GameStop's money since it's not Nintendo's yeah. product anymore. Since you're investing in GameStop's NFT fund. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> you're putting your money towards a good cause, killing the trees. Yeah, sure. um, but yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about it. It's just, it, it literally is just 
blows my mind. And the problem is they're so successful and so many people are going to buy it. It's the best selling, most pre-ordered game up to this point. And so they don't have any reason to put the effort in. And so with no effort, it's like, okay, well, I guess this is just what we're stuck with. But you know that the functionality and the capability is there to do something better. And it really dives deeper into like the Switch. And do we need a new Switch? Yes. The answer is yes. Like we need some kind of upgrade for that and and for the technology. But Nintendo is going to keep milking that as long as they can. And by all accounts, games like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 look good and run well. So, I, you know, while the Switch definitely is starting to get a bit outdated in terms of the games that it's attempting to put out, it's clear that they can still do better than what, what is being done with Scarlet and Violet. And there's no excuse for it. It's literally just complacency. They have no reason to try because they're going to make the sales anyway, so who cares, you know? Yeah, so that kind of wraps that segment of that up. It brings us back to the beginning. Um, I'll read off a couple of honorable mentions, and certainly Nicole may have a few to add, and I don't want to steal her thunder. Um, but just a few notes. Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy on PS4 is $15. Um, Play that game. Yeah, I was going to say, by all accounts, a fantastic game. It's definitely one that's on my list. Uh, Battlefield 2042 on PS5 is $29. I, don't, I can't really comment too much on that game beyond just saying, hey, it's on sale. Uh, but I know people have had good things to say about it. Tiny Tina's Wonderland is $29. Um, of course, the classic Paw Patrol Grand Prix is only $20. Um, I have played that game because it is on Game Pass. It is bad. Um, but $20, if you have a kid who likes Paw Patrol, perhaps that may be an option for you. Um, and also, Walmart's got the PS5 DualSense wireless controller at $49. It looks like it's just the white. I don't know whether or not the other colors are also going to be on sale or if they're going to be options or available, but it is certainly a good one. It has them on sale too. It might be 49 or I feel like they see the 49 or 45. 45 is probably even better, yeah. Um, and then Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I, I'm surprised there's no, it, it looks like it's like 55 bucks. It doesn't look like there's really much of a significant sale on that at all. Uh, and then of course, Gotham Knights, which has come out and was kind of under the radar a little bit, uh, is 35, so 35, 35 bucks. Like a good, yeah. I don't have time to play it. So it's like, do you just wait until you do and hope it's even cheaper, cheaper. but we'll see. Yep. And that's Walmart. Target's got a lot of stuff. And I'm sure there's probably stuff not even shown in the ads if you go there and maybe you'll find some stuff. I'm looking for a new headset. Like I've had this one for a while and it's just starting to kind of wear out. And uh, Target has the Razer gaming headset for Xbox and PC. Uh, so it works on PC with Windows. It's forty nine ninety nine. It's normally over a hundred. Um, there's some decent sales on headsets and the Xbox wireless controllers. I have to get a new one. This is the one I use. I bought it like a year or two ago. Um, all Xbox wireless controllers, including the new ones, the, the upgraded ones with the better gamepad for uh, the Series X, are forty four ninety nine. So they're twenty dollars off. So some really good deals on controllers and stuff at Target and Walmart if you're needing to get some of that stuff. Um, so one of the deals I saw today, which I was so tempted to partake in, but I didn't, is very interesting. It's been in and out of stock, so if you go to check and see it's not there, keep checking if it's something you're interested in. Um, if you go onto Instagram, and it, I'm, no, don't, don't know if you've seen it, but people have storefronts on Instagram, so it's like a UI built into that where you can purchase things through the Instagram app. Um, search the Microsoft Store, and they have Xbox Series X for $400. The... So tall one yeah not, i didn't yeah. know there was an instagram store but all right yeah it's not instagram store it's microsoft store on instagram okay okay um but the catch is, is that instagram gives you 20 percent off your first instagram store purchase and it's a hundred percent works with the series x 
from Microsoft Store. So yeah, go on Instagram, search Microsoft Store. Um, I just kind of like scrolled through it and went to like their Xbox section. And sure enough, it was there. It told me it wasn't in stock, but then I checked like an hour before podcast and it was back. Um, and Instagram will be like, hey, it's your first time buying this. Here's 20% off. So that makes the $500 console $400, which is by far the best deal I've seen for the console. Um, you don't really see the consoles on sale at all. The Series S's are definitely on sale. I've seen them on sale for like $250 some places because what, they're like $300. Um, they're definitely on sale. But yeah, the Series X being in stock and on sale for $100 off is kind of wild. So if that's something you wanted to buy or you're buying, looking for a gift, definitely check out the Microsoft Store on Instagram. Okay, Microsoft Store on Instagram. I'll have to look at that. I, I don't, I'm not going to buy a Series X, but I didn't know that was the thing. So uh, I need one before Starfield because the S is not going to cut it based on how Plague Tale was running for me. Um, so Starfield's like my deadline to get to upgrade, but it was just kind of too last minute for me to decide to do that on top of all the Christmas shopping, but definitely a good deal if it's something that's been in your budget that you're waiting for. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's a lot and we covered a lot there, but I definitely think there's some good deals to be had. And if you're Christmas shopping or looking for gifts, uh, Target's got 15% off gaming gift cards as well. And, uh, the HyperX... Sorry, no, I no, just, you can keep talking. I'm going to pull up a deal that I remember <laughs> that I need to talk about because it's very good. The HyperX Quadcast mic, which is a mic I'd really want to get. I've had my sights set on it for quite a while, uh, is actually $50 off at Target. So it's $90. Um, the temptation is real there, especially because I do have a target red card. So I think you get an additional discount on top of that. Um, I really want to get that for the mic, uh, for, you know, for the show and for other videos and stuff. Um, especially cause this, the solo cast, which is solid, doesn't have a shock mount and there's not a lot of options. So you'll hear, you know, occasionally when we're doing the show, like a tapping or a thumping and we both use the same mic and we're obviously trying to be mindful of it. But this mic, the quadcast has all of that unlock like you could i could tap the table and it's not going to really do much of anything um and i do think that's a really good quality mic so i just noticed that right now but 90 dollars for a mic that's normally 140 is a pretty good deal and good deal. see if i can figure out a way to maybe make that a reality um but yeah you said you had another deal you wanted to mention i do yes i saw this actually a while ago from wario 64 on twitter um if you're into the gaming space at all give them a follow um they post all the time and everything it's all very good stuff i have them their alerts on so i don't miss anything um, Dollar General, which I don't know if that's a worldwide or a nationwide brand, but at least uh, in our state it is. It's just like a dollar store. Um, but specifically, Dollar General is going to have PSN and Xbox gift cards uh, 20% off. Mm -hmm. So typically, you don't really see like digital currency and gift cards like that go on sale places because I'm pretty sure whoever's selling it just like eats that cost. Since like you pay $40, you get your $40. And like the stores aren't really making money. They're just kind of like selling them for that company. But yeah, 20% off Xbox and PlayStation currency, so you're just getting free money at that point. Um, that's only from the 24th till the 26th in-store at Dollar General. Yes, and if you live in the United States, I'm pretty sure there's a Dollar General on every street corner. Literally, yeah, if you live where we are, there's one on every I'm corner. fairly certain it's a money laundering scheme where they just like put up these these fronts, sort of like mattress firm, to just kind of move um, you know, move, to one move part of our town, there's a Dollar General, a Dollar Tree, and like another dollar type store all yeah, within like the same block it doesn't <laughs> even strange. make all that much sense to me it like doesn't. what are we doing why are there so many mattress firms and dollar generals how many dollar generals do we need 
You know, and a dollar, dollar general is one of the shitty ones. It's not even the doll. It's like it's not like the Dollar Tree, which is actually a dollar. Actually, no, it's sorry. not. It's a dollar twenty-five. It's a dollar twenty-five now. But Dollar General has like a range of prices. But anyway, twenty percent off for currency cards if you're already buying stuff is a good deal. Cause it is, and I'm pretty sure the way it works with gift cards, just because you mentioned it, they make like four cents or five cents or something for every gift okay. card they sell so it's kind of ridiculously low um and i i remember i had a friend who worked at gamestop for a while and she told me about the sort of structure that goes on behind the scenes and like how much they actually make off of selling that stuff so gamestop would get like two cents per copy of game that they sold or something obviously tv sales xbox series s is on sale for 250 plus you get a 50 dollars target gift card if you buy one there um i would maybe avoid that though because there's apparently some performance issues popping up with that and uh I don't know if it's going to be the best long-term investment, but you do you. Um, and obviously, there's plenty of other uh, options. The MetaQuest 2, which looks like it's a, a VR type thing um, that comes with Resi 4 and Beat Saber. It's $349.99 at Target. So, uh, I want that so bad. My brother has it. It was the Oculus, if you're confused what that is. Oh, yeah. I don't... A VR, <laughs> I, a VR doesn't do it for me all that much. No disrespect to anyone who likes it. I'm sure it's fine. I've played Beat Saber and a few other games. It fucks with my head and my eyes. I don't really like the whole yeah, light thing. Fair. So that's just me, though. Um, a good deal if you want it, I'm sure. So that's the Black Friday stuff. There's plenty of talk about it. Um, Pilot looks terrible, May said. I love DG. Dollar, yeah, I mean, Dollar, listen, Dollar General has a, some neat stuff, and there are, you know, decent sales, but realistically speaking, I, I, I certainly don't think we need as many as we have. That's just that's just one man's opinion. Um, all right, so pivoting to um, our next topic here. Pretty basic stuff. It's not going to be like a full super time-consuming thing, but what we're thankful for in gaming. Um there's a lot of different areas in which we could take this and basically just like what are some things about gaming that make you happy or games you fondly remember playing or look back on or things you're glad you played because you met friends through them and stuff. So I don't know. Um, I thought it was a little bit of a fun topic and also, you know, sort of anyone who's familiar with, you know, Festivus, Seinfeld, what have you, um, uh, the holiday where it's sort of like your grievances, airing of grievances. What what do you hate in gaming? Like, what do you what's something that just pisses you off about gaming in a bit of a comedic fashion so so one of each nicole what are you most thankful for in gaming and what are you just fucking what what just kind of grinds your gears a little bit in gaming uh Let's see overall what am i thinking sure for? yeah it's just thing. yeah we sk i skipped the mm -hmm. ask the host segment specifically because i figured this was going right. to kind of encompass that so Huh. What am I thankful for? You know, I'm thankful that Elder Scrolls 6 is in production in some capacity. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Um, no, that's kind of a joke because that game's probably still like 10 years out. Yeah, there's um, still a few more Skyrim ports for whatever the next Nintendo console is, so. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just a great time to be a gamer. I feel like of all of the bullshit on like Twitter and stuff aside about like obviously there's very toxic communities in gaming too but it's just always a good time to be a gamer there's like something for everyone no matter what platform you're on um all three platforms are um doing their own thing and bringing really fun and unique things to the table albeit I think Xbox can be doing a little better but <laughs> all the platforms are doing great like I have God of War on PlayStation um xbox eventually starfield and then they're, they're they're struggling over there they'll get their games out eventually but they have they have a good lineup in the works so maybe game awards will see some uh announcements and dates and any progress on those things that they announced a few years ago 
like avowed and fable and such um and then yeah <laughs> obviously nintendo and nintendo's got their stuff going but no yeah okay. i feel like it's just a good time to be a gamer it's just lots lots of things there's something for everyone okay lots of good experiences okay and so what do you what just what what pisses you off in gaming what's something you just don't like game you don't, don't like, like gamer ta- habit you don't like I mean, it doesn't really matter it's pretty pretty wide open what do you uh something that just like irritates you oh there's definitely things that irritate yeah, oh, you throw know me what something. irritates me you know what just came to my mind first what and you're you're gonna you're gonna yell at me and oh, I'm not, this isn't a bit i just think it's ridiculous i know <laughs> it's part of the brand it's part of the game i just really think that <laughs> Souls games. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it the second I heard. I just really think she was like, "How do I touch this one carefully?" No, listen, listen. I understand. <laughs> I tr- truly, I do understand. I ho- I understand the whole get good. Like we want the game to be this way. My whole thing is that it doesn't hurt your experience if somebody else is having a different one. You can play your game however you want. Just just don't. It's it it translates into real life. What someone does with their life does not affect you, so leave it alone. If they get something that you can't have, actually, no, it's not even like that. If they get something, you're like, oh, I'm so mad you have that. It's like, you could have it too. It just <laughs> pisses me off. People are like, no, there can't be an easy setting because that takes away from what I did. It's like, well, that's just very selfish of you because you can still have the same exact experience and still love it and still play it on a hard difficulty and still brag about it that you did it. Then someone else can have it in a way that they can actually play and enjoy it. It's just very gatekeepy to me, and I don't like it. It's almost like student loans, isn't exactly. it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We don't get political here on the show. I'm just saying, just because you had your loans paid for in 1975 doesn't mean the rest of us wouldn't benefit from a little bit of help, all right? So fuck all exactly. of you. Anyway. It's just, it's just selfish and gatekeepy, and it's like I understand that you want your game to be hard and you're happy that you can play it. Um, but if it's an option, if the devs came and were like, oh, we're making the game default easier for everyone, obviously, no, that's a problem. But a lot of games, you can just go into your menu and switch it so that you either, you have more health or your hits, like, your damage is increased. Like, it's just, like, small changes that make the game more accessible for other people. Think about how many more people Elden Ring could have done what it did for you, for them, if they weren't getting, like, caught up with bosses. Like, God of War has this really cool feature that's, like, called... It's, like, called boss fatigue or something, where if you die to a boss, you reset, and your boss is where... Like, at their halfway point for their health. So I, you have to get the the boss down to their halfway point for this to work, but if I die in between their halfway and their zero, when I respawn, the boss fight starts from the beginning with their halfway health. So it gets rid of that fatigue of getting stuck in this loop of you playing over and over again, getting so mad to the point where you're just like, I'm done for the day. Like, I'm angry. I'm supposed to be having fun playing games. The, that boss fatigue feature um, takes away some of that. You know, I respect your opinion, and I, I do disagree with Elden Ring and Souls games specifically. And I see the eye roll for those of you who are listening to the podcast. Um I think it's the equivalent of being like, I want to go to an escape room, but I think they should leave the door open so that I have the option to escape if I don't want to solve the oh, puzzle. It's, it's just asking for hints. The, the escape room doesn't change in any way. No, if you leave and the door open for the escape room, room. There's different difficulty rooms, so there's a hard room for you that wants it to be impossible, and there's an easier room for a beginner. And I would argue that if it you want to play... your experience, though. You can go in your escape room, and you can take 50 hours to solve it, and come out and be like, I did that, and someone can go into their 
their escape room that's similar but a little bit easier yeah. and come out and solve it and then you two can still have your own experiences but what you're what you're suggesting is akin to if we went to an escape room and they had designed it to be you know a challenging escape room and we knew we were going into it we, we signed up to say all right yeah we're gonna do the challenging nobody room up for that nobody signed up to anyone buying movie. elden ring is buying <laughs> the game with the you understanding if you can if you're able to physically play it or not before you buy it that that shouldn't be i mean yes but that's not really much of a thing anymore it's 2022 there's so much information about a game now that we can get and i think frankenthing just just said in the comments here people don't watch trailers for games they're looking forward to because they they want that they want to have the experience for themselves firsthand they don't want to watch someone else do it first or read someone else's experience with it right and i agree with that and i i understand that but what i'm saying is Easy mode existing, I am fully in support with. But if the developers are making a game with the intent of it being hard, and they want it to are be hard, though? yes, that is quite literally what the Souls games are. That's what From Software's goal is. That's why they intentionally put trolly things in the games where, like, you fight a boss or you beat a boss, and then all of a sudden it's like, teehee, nope, like, this wasn't the actual boss, there's somebody else. So... That's what I was using the escape room analogy to say was it's like if we went to an escape room, we intentionally signed up for an escape room that was difficult. And then when we got in there, we were like, man, I wish they had a secret door we could open just to get out and leave because this is too hard. Well, then we should have signed up for the easier room. And and I think that it's it's your option. If you want to play the Elden Ring and there's no other option for you, you just don't get to play it. You're just stuck. But not I think if you're if you're not play that type of game, though, and I think it's just rude, especially <laughs> today's date to just alienate people that might not be able to play it. It's just I don't know. I mean, I could argue that Paw Patrol Adventure Race is too easy and I want a challenge and the game doesn't have any kind of a challenge for me because it's only one mode. So why why didn't they make a hard mode on Paw Patrol where the characters are harder to beat in the races? To tell you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, just no, sort of that's, that's different though. Want, wanting your experience to be harder and wanting it to be easier so you can actually play it, I think are two different. Things. But what if you're somebody who wants to immerse yourself in a game experience and the game is super easy where it's not even worth your time and you buy it and you beat it in you know in two uh, three hours and you're like, man, I just spent money you on this game. Beat it and play it. My point is that people can't play Elden Ring because they they just can't. They're just not as good. I don't know. Right, and and I think like like I said, with these games specifically, the developers don't want the games to have that and again i mean again i we i know we differ on this point and that's okay but this is your opinion and your grievance and game and i agree with you i think gatekeeping as a whole so if you're talking about people online that are like oh you you know right this is yes and i don't support that i think gatekeeping is one of the worst things on social media behind k-pop stands and elon musk so it goes like if i were to rank it you have like k-pop people and then swifties and then like elon musk and then you have like gatekeeping it's like right up there and i think from software as a whole wants their games to be this way but that that's the developer's choice i don't think that you should have people on social media be like well nicole shouldn't be able to play this game because she you know they should make this game harder or nicole shouldn't play because she's not good at souls games like no you try you get into all i'm saying is it doesn't hurt i don't like the argument that they're like i want it to be this way it's like oh that's fine but like you can have it be this way Mm -hmm. but then also have an option that it's not that way like you can still have your vision and then it doesn't really take that much to make it an option but 
Fair enough. And again, uh, Isaac said we should have a, a, a dedicated segment on the show talking about from that. software. What? <laughs> I don't. No, I, I don't want to do. I that. think, in fairness, we agree to disagree on this point, and that's okay. That's the beauty of opinions in gaming. I Nicole's allowed to feel that way, and they and I feel differently. But I also think, as a whole, accessibility and 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 openness in games is good. Having an easy mode as an option is good. As in a game that it's there. Uh, I'm I'm not going to gatekeep people who play on easy because they just want to take the story. That's the thing. Like, I played God of War on easy because I didn't really feel like dealing with it. And, like, the whole thing, I wanted to just sort of experience the story. Yeah, at least you actually got to play it. Now, if you didn't weren't able to, then you might not ever finish God of War, which would be really sad. Because if it was me and God of War was my one of my favorite games, and I was like, damn, I really wish Brayden could play that, and he wasn't able to because yeah. of the difficulty settings, I'd be like, darn, if only there was a way he could experience this game that I love. Right, and the difference is, and where I'm with you, would be like if I played, and I did play it on easy, but let's say someone plays a game on easy, it doesn't have to be God of War, it be any game. They play it on easy, and then people online are like, oh, that doesn't count as playing it, you played it on easy. Well, no, like, you play it at your own pace, and just because you prefer a challenge. Now, I will say that, you know, like, I played Devil May Cry uh, for PS4 on easy, and I regretted it because it was too easy, I didn't actually get to enjoy the... There was no challenge to the combat. It was a walk in the park. And that, that you know, sometimes after playing through a game, you learn, like, man, maybe I would have liked to challenge more. But the option is there, and I don't think you should gatekeep how other people enjoy their video games. I just think the differential factor here is that this game is actually meant to be played a certain way. Sort of like Super mm -hmm. Mario Maker, where it's like people made levels in that game that were designed to be hard. Like, that's I just the don't point. think that was communicated well enough for how big of a deal Elden Ring became. The mm -hmm. other Souls games, yes, but Elden Ring was like for some reason got caught up in like that hype cycle that people like everyone, no matter who you were, was like, oh my god, Elden Ring, um, and people were just like super hyped for that. And I think there was just a lot of which not the developers' fault, but it's just a lot of it mm -hmm. because I don't know. I feel like nine out of ten games, maybe even more than that, I'd say like nine ninety percent of like modern games that have the same style of like open world or just like RPG have difficulty settings and i think you'll mm -hmm. find more often than not that games have them and then instead of don't so i think it's just like become a standard today mm -hmm. to have accessibility options and to have um difficulty options so like when you have a game this renowned that like people are like go play this game and it's like oh but but i can't and they're like too bad eat shit and die it's like okay <laughs> well never mind <laughs> yep and <laughs> i would I say <laughs> i would say too that the hype thing is definitely not on the developers kind of like you said like you no, acknowledge yeah, it as well it's, it's that, that they made a game and the internet just, was like oh my god this is coming out you got to play this and the the hype train and the, the ball gets rolling and then it's like well everyone's like wow this game's fucking hard i can't play this well you know it, it, my criticism it, is with like the online yeah which is a bit opinion about it and it's just like a bit more fair yeah i think that's fair and i i i appreciate and almost agree with that clarification a little bit more because i think to blame the developers is one thing which i just don't agree with to blame people online being like hey you know you can't play this game or this game should be hard because i did it so you shouldn't be able to play it easy that's a whole different conversation but Again, maybe in the future we will see some type of accessible. And there are Souls games that are not made by From Software that do have, like, you yeah. know, Code Vein is a little bit one that it's I started like, playing. It was fun. It's easier. The last thing I want to point out is that a lot of games now, they have your difficulty options. And there's one that's clearly like, hey, this is the way the game should be played. Mm -hmm. I think God of War might have been what I'm thinking of, where it's like, yep, this there is, is an intended difficulty. Game. Yeah, this is, this is what it literally says. This is what the developers had in mind like it's something like that but it, ha it pretty much says like play this is what we wanted this is how the game should be played this is what we want the experience to feel like, like and then recommended. obviously there's easier and harder levels from there um mm -hmm. so like 
and just like in my perfect world, <laughs> they could be like, here is our intended way, this is how we want Elden Ring to be played, this is what we want to design for, but also here's this thing where you do more damage or something stupid. Yeah. Just something like that. It's like you don't have to take away from their vision to have, to like satisfy both parties, I don't think. Fair like enough. Said, it's just a matter of opinion. And yeah, and again, I fully <laughs> respect your opinion, and I agree with you on some points, to be honest. Um, yeah, and Scrooge just mentioned in the comments, Halo is one that comes to mind. They actually say heroic is the recommended way to play the game. Like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I don't want to take sense. away from a vision. Obviously, you can make a game as hard as you want, but, like, to have, I don't know, I just feel like you'd want everyone, like, as a developer, just, like, I'd want as many people as possible to see my art. Yeah, I do think with the Souls games, this is the last point I'll make on this, and then we can, I mean, we could always revisit this topic at another date, you know, as a sort of, uh, depending on the, the topic of conversation, um, but I think that it might require some significant changes to the way the game is built from the ground up because of the way they structure weapons, leveling up, skill sets and stuff, like making things easier may not just be as easy as being like, okay, like we're going to, you know, you're going to do more damage if you play on easy or these bosses are going to be less. I just think because of how complex the games are and the way that they're actually structured with the waves of enemies and sort of going from point A to point B without a checkpoint to heal, it might require a bit more than just like a uh you know increased hitbox or, or reduced difficulty whatever but again it, it's a great game um and i do think that you know there is some merit to that people gatekeeping online is definitely something i am not a fan of and i would say things i'm thankful for in gaming um just one that comes to mind recently because of how much i've been playing it as i've been waiting to like start a new actual like single player game is free to play online multiplayer games i just think that's such a cool thing that we're in nowadays because games like fortnite and i'll even throw overwatch in there um you know uh you have Warzone, you have all kinds of games like that that like keep evolving, keep changing. You know, Halo Infinite for a little while was like that too. I love the Halo series, but Infinite kind of they stopped supporting it. They didn't do anything to update it for like six months, which is just so disappointing because now it's lost so much of its player base. And uh, even with the winter update and stuff, I don't think they were able to bring back anywhere near as much as they were. But the idea of free to play games, especially if you play games with friends, whether it's online friends or people in real life or both, um, you know, and optional cosmetics and all that stuff is totally fine with me. Um, but it does increase the accessibility a lot to the point where if you have internet and you have a game system, you have options to actually play games now, which when I was younger, wasn't necessarily a thing and if it was it was you know very minimal you had like world of warcraft but that had a subscription fee and now you have a lot of games that are like legit fun updated games that you can play without ever spending any money um and i think for gaming as a whole that's a really good thing um to have access to so it's uh i just think it's a cool thing and i think we've seen it a lot and i've had a lot of fun playing some of those and you even have some games that are cheaper like dead by daylight which like obviously does cost money um and i just mentioned that because i know their new uh the new character dropped today um so it's probably something people are probably talking about and or looking into um but you know that game's 20 bucks i think it is you know and you get a lot of play time out of it and you get a lot out of it with constant updates and everything else so you know you want to talk about the idea that like free-to-play or low-cost entry games that will be updated for a long time and have a lot of replayability, it does a lot more to allow people to get, enter the gaming space dealing with, you know, expenses and stuff, which are obviously in, in the economy and the way things are today, it's way harder to afford stuff. So um, I think that is a really good uh, thing. And just uh, my, my grievance or, or thing I dislike, um, in addition to gatekeeping, of course, um, is people who fight over Xbox, PS4, or Xbox, PlayStation Online, or, like, supremacists. I find it to be the most intolerable thing ever. Um, like, as someone will make a post online and be like, oh, it's an Xbox 
it's a bot or it's a Sony fanboy or it's this and this. And it's like, bro, there are great games on all of the systems. And while it's true that Sony has, you know, more exclusives and has succeeded a bit more recently, there's been times where Microsoft has, has led in that area too. And the truth is that it's okay. I, I don't mean to like hurt anyone's feelings here, but it's okay to like both. And it's okay to not criticize people because they like one over the other. Just because someone plays Xbox does not mean they're a lesser person than you because you play PlayStation or vice versa. Um, and I think that the gaming space as a whole is already filled with so much toxicity that when you have these eggheads that are just like going back and forth, being like, you're the worst. I'm going to, you know, go, go to your house and teabag your mom because you like the PlayStation, like <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's, you know, just because, you know, it is, it's okay to dislike someone because of you know you the way that they act it's okay to dislike someone because you know you whatever but i think in life in general just because someone disagrees with you or doesn't share the same viewpoint doesn't mean that you need to just like attack them vigorously unless they're a k-pop stan in which case i'm totally on board with it but um and that's just because that's a whole nother category of people but um but um i just think truth be told like people should be more accepting as a as a whole and i think that the xbox sony argument is just one example of many in gaming where it's like oh i you you can't like this because it's on xbox well bro xbox has put out some good games like there's been some pretty solid titles that have come out and i sony sucks whatever they have you know they they have a hostage on exclusives like no like you know uh there's the last i'm just you get my point like i don't need to ramble on about it to to some extent it, like, i'm down i'm down for the playful ribbing between the two yes like, i talk shit but i also own both and i like both for different reasons and i will talk shit about playstation and i'll talk shit about xbox when they need it it's just like valid criticisms to have as somebody in this space mm-hmm. but um yeah i know it's no need to actually make personal attacks on anybody and i see it all the time and it's just it's just cringy and it's stupid and there's so much better ways to like invest your energy into things like bro if you're upset about something like instead of tweeting angrily into the void like i don't know start become a content creator make some videos write some blogs talk about why you dislike the things that you like and share your opinions instead of just attacking people for theirs like there's so much energy wasted on just like pointless negativity that gets you nowhere over a fucking game console when you could actually be like contributing to the gaming space in the creative space in such a better way so that's just a just, just a pet peeve type thing that annoys me um you know more than anything else uh like i said aside from like a few exceptions and also people that talk about cryptocurrency because that's a whole nother thing um but yeah, yeah so send them death threats yeah I'm, I'm good with that don't death threat the crypto people <laughs> but if you want to like order them like one of those like glitter bombs or something that gets sent to their yeah, house or like that. crap in a bag um I'm, I'm on board with that do so. a glitter bomb except make it recyclable paper <laughs> yeah sure send them like oh nicole doesn't care about recyclable paper clearly because she you bought wrapping like paper yeah, one of the hole punches and like it gets yeah. everywhere. Those, yeah, send one, send one of those. Bro, literally my floor right now, like I have a paper shredder and it fell over so it's <laughs> filled with paper things I haven't actually picked yeah, it like up yet. Yeah, like that. Recycle is... bomb them. Yeah, so anyway, just don't be elitist and douchey. Like it's okay to like one over another. It's okay to think one's better, but to attack people because of their opinions and to be like, I'm better because I'm an Xbox fan. Like, bro, like go touch some grass, get outside, do something with your life and don't be an asshole. So... It's Thanksgiving. There, it's Thanksgiving week. There's things to be positive about, things to be thankful for, and so much people, so many people waste negativity. I listen. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be playfully judgmental. Like you know me, I tell you this all the time. Like I'll, I'll bust balls or complain about people or whatever. But it's one thing to like joke and like be, be like sort of just kind of like playful ribbing, and another thing to just be like outright like hateful and unbearable as a result. So yeah, that's just me. That's my grievance. Speaking of grievances, <laughs> it's time for the Thanksgiving draft. I go first. You can go first. And before... Or we can rock, paper, scissors. But 
I won. So, like, what do I get for winning last time? You get the uh, adulation of, like, the three people that voted for you over me. Like, the three people that were the difference maker. You get their I mean, support. I guess the loser should get a chance to come back because if the winner gets to go, then, like, they might never lose. But who knows? Yeah, I, I, think, I think, realistically speaking, that we should do a uh, a... A rocks paper scissors because okay, I think that's the fair way to go. Best two out of three. You have you have to do best two out of three. Okay, because right. that's it's just the way that we the way the world is nowadays. You could just cheat or something. Um, so before we do that, just to set the stage for how this is going to work, we each get five picks here for the Thanksgiving draft and and. Uh, one at a time alternating we're going to pick and then we're going to post it online after on our social media platforms and you guys can vote for who had the better thanksgiving uh item and best best thanksgiving table so obviously some people's meals change a little bit but the idea is to look at the whole spread and be like if you had to pick between one or the other which table would you prefer to sit down at and eat dinner and we did mix in dessert and everything here so this is going to be our thanksgiving draft and we're going to start with we're going to play a game of rocks paper scissors here which i know for the podcast audience is just going to be captivating viewing um but if you're watching we're gonna we're gonna do this live and then we're gonna start our draft so uh ready uh, i yep. don't we're not on a delay in discord right so you should be fine three two one <laughs> okay, scissor we both sorry, scissor okay sorry that's fine three two one Rock. You had rock, I had paper, so I take the first round. Go faster. I'm sorry, I didn't know what you were doing. I saw what you were doing before I did mine, but I was already Fair enough. Me. All right. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Okay. Okay. You scissored. All right. All right. So that's All right. one to one. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> so we both had paper here? Yeah. Did you All have right. paper? Yeah. Okay. Rocks, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors. Damn. All right, so you got the win. Uh, so you get to pick first. Um, and I'm like not confident on my first pick. I feel like I should move something, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stick to what I felt earlier. Okay. Um, okay. I feel like I should probably add it. It probably would help if I added a little graphic here, just so people could follow along with what our if picks were. Like so, so you know, just uh, give me one second here. Sure thing. I made a list of seven, which we pro I'll probably have to think of another, maybe. I'm sure we have some uh, overlap. Yeah, well, here we yeah, go. I feel like it's more, it's compared to like a, a Halloween candy thing. We I feel like we have more options than like traditional Oh yeah, there's like but hundreds what of you have them. you have at yours might be different than mine. I've actually, I have something on my list that you might be like, mm, is it? But I don't know, because all the Friendsgivings and stuff I've gone to have had it in the recent years, and it's become like something I need to have at mine now, so. Really? knows what it is yeah you know what i'm trying to find out why i can't find my like i can't actually find the two that i just put on the screen here it's top top left it's very small it's very tiny yeah there it is yeah, like your chances of winning this all right so listen i'm a playstation fan so i got a better shot of winning this than you do outline all right live editing done cheap do, do, do. Uh, that's fine i was gonna set this up earlier and then i was like well let's see how this goes and what we end up doing but that's fine we got this this is gonna work so it is time for the thanksgiving draft and you uh nicole got the first pick because she cheated at rocks paper scissors so let's see what happens nicole what is your first pick mashed potatoes mm, okay <laughs> mashed potatoes now that's a little larger than it should I be that I was possibly thinking of. You were what? 
Well, in my head, I was like, mashed potatoes on their own could be kind of boring. I made... Nicole? Nicole, are you there? Nicole cut out on me. She froze. She froze after picking mashed potatoes because she knew she couldn't win. She picked mashed potatoes and left. I am still here. Um, really? For over an hour and a half. No, wait, what is that long as it been? We're not an even at, We're like an hour and I don't know. 13 minutes. My computer minutes. just completely... I had to hard reset it, but I'm back and I'm really mad you took stuffing. Listen, I had to take stuffing because it's just kind it of, off. it is just kind of necessary. It was my number two, so. All right. What I was trying to say before, so, so rudely interrupted by whatever happened with my computer, mm -hmm. was like, I had to make mashed potatoes, or I volunteered mashed potatoes for our Friendsgiving, and I made them, I don't know, I followed some recipe online with like seasonings and like some cheese in there, like Asiago, and it was so good and they were fire on their own but i feel like people might hear mashed potato and be like mm, is it plain does it have gravy leave it up to your Needs imagination a little gravy a little bit of butter leave a little it up bit to of gravy. however you're picturing mashed potatoes in your head is what i want yep Fair. but yeah stuffing is a good pick are you talking like bread stuffing i'm like talking classic, about like, stove top. best way to go i mean you don't you can it make is. stuffing from home but you i mean like you could make it from scratch but like why would you i did like, make stuffing from scratch just because Hey, listen, I wouldn't... Yeah, it was I actually really good. No, I don't doubt it. I mean, from what I hear, you know? It's... I went to Stop and Shop before this, by the way. Sidetrack about stuffing. All white bread, gone. Really? No matter the brand, Is off the shelves. coming celery, <laughs> celery, sold out. Rosemary, gone. So everyone's making stuffing from scratch, apparently. Because that's what I needed. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, well, I feel like celery is weird because, like... I don't know. I guess it's it's more of like a complimentary than anything, but fair enough. All right. So your what's your number two pick then? All right. Hear me out. Mac and cheese. Fucking come on, man! <laughs> I had baked mac and cheese as my number two. You're the yeah. worst. Yeah. So this is what I was talking about before. It's something that my family doesn't do, but since I've been going to my boyfriend's friends givings, like it's something that's always there. Mm -hmm. I made it last year, and it was a hit. I looked up a recipe again from the same person she's actually like super talented i use all of her recipes on instagram i can post her on twitter later mm -hmm. um just like a bunch of melted cheeses like pepper jack and stuff like that and it's, it's just so good but yeah mac and cheese yeah i had it too uh there's yeah. a few different varieties of it but all right uh so my number two then is going to be cornbread Skillet cornbread, <laughs> however you want to say it. Cornbread is, you know, a little bit of butter, oh, nice and warm. Especially if you got hilarious. some gravy, you put a little bit of gravy on there. Oh, it's, uh, it is. You're hilarious. It is Why? <laughs> Was because that... you're you're doing the you're doing the candy thing again, where you what? pick the most obscure thing to say. Obscure cornbread is. I a... love cornbread, but like if thanks... you're trying to win this, where's where's your turkey? Where's the turkey? The turkey's co-hosting with me here. And also, <laughs> I, I feel like turkey is not as hot of a come. I like turkey on Thanksgiving. I don't eat it you much. You would have put it on there if I didn't make that tweet and everyone was like, no, I don't want turkey. Listen, it's not my fault you gave your draft secrets away before the draft, but cornbread, skillet cornbread, baked cornbread, however you want to make it. It's, you know, I'm also a big fan of crescent yeah. rolls, like the baked, the flaky rolls. My grandma makes those with Thanksgiving um, sometimes, but you dip them in gravy, a little bit of gravy on the cornbread mm -hmm. with your stuffing. Oh. It is um, ah, chef's kiss. I'm hungry just talking about it. But yeah, I'm going cornbread here. That is absolutely um, that is absolutely the the move. Yeah, we've got a lot of bread going on. We're a lot of grains. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, number three for me mm -hmm. 
I'm nervous about having it this high, but pumpkin pie. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Right. I almost said apple, because I think I prefer apple nowadays, but I feel like pumpkin pie might be more of the Thanksgiving vibe. I don't know if I agree with that, actually. I don't know. It had, I guess. It's saying. It's there now. Uh, Number three. Yeah, I mean, pumpkin pie is good. I made one a couple weeks ago for a Halloween party, and it came out pretty good. I was nervous. I thought people were just telling me it was good because it was, but it, I, it came out pretty good. Uh, all right, so Nicole's got mashed potatoes at number one, mac and cheese at number two, and pumpkin pie at number three. I have stuffing, cornbread, and my number three is good old turkey. Uh, I do feel like turkey nice. is going to be a nice. part of Thanksgiving dinner. I almost reached on this guy in the last round, but I thought I'd wait it out and see if you took the if you took the bait um, and kind of drafted it. I mean, listen, I like turkey a lot, especially on Thanksgiving with some gravy, with some mashed potatoes. Mm. It's, you know, it it is kind of one of those things that you're not going to eat all the time. It's just. I don't know. It's it's a little bit overrated, but it's also perfect on Thanksgiving, and it makes you sleepy. You take those dope Thanksgiving naps that just hit different. Um, I feel like turkey like is trip, kind of. I mean, essential. it's something weird. Some yeah, weird something along those compound. lines. I don't know the exact, but yeah, that's that's definitely um, that's definitely. Yeah, turkey's great, and it's like it. Turkey is even better when you have other good things on your plate, and it's just like one good bite of Thanksgiving food. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely are you uh are you like a white meat or a dark meat person skin on skin off I like a little bit of both um I do yeah. like the skin on um mm. but I'm also very much you know I I, I don't this I didn't draw I'm not gonna draft this because it's it's more of a family thing than it is a specific thing but my aunt has always made stuffed shells every year for Thanksgiving and it's weird because they're delicious like she makes the best stuffed shells I've ever had um and she'll always make like an extra tray and so like I'll always take them home but like the stuffed shells on the plate with the crescent rolls and the mashed potatoes and the turkey it surprisingly works really well so like i like a little bit of the white meat with the stuffed shells but i think not a lot of people have tried that i'm trying to appeal to the masses here with my drafts and i just didn't think that was gonna fit so i think white meat but a little bit of skin on the outside ain't bad no i'm not that yeah. i'm not opposed to it so i definitely prefer dark meat and skin but um, it's not great for you, so it's always like take a little, but then like mostly white meat. Yeah, she's right because the mac and cheese is notoriously healthy. Well, you know you, you, know you gotta cut saying? corners somewhere. You gotta be healthy <laughs> somewhere on that plate. I'm just fucking with you. All right, you're number four then. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be. Mm, all right, I'm gonna switch something on my list. Actually, oh, I'm gonna make number four. Oh, what? No, 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 oh, not my, right, not my right, schedule. Right. My actual like, right, list. Right. I'm switching my <laughs> my next one to bed. Gotcha. I'm gonna okay. take. I'm going to take green bean casserole. Fucking come on, man. I don't even like that. Yeah. And that was my next pick because I knew really? all this sh- I'm not a fan. I wouldn't. So until this year, so like every other year of my life, I was not a mushroom person. Like I would actively avoid them. Yeah. Didn't know cream of mushroom was like the base of green bean casserole. My dad started making it a few years ago mm-hmm. and it's honestly delicious. If you haven't had it, it's like, I don't know, cream of mushroom. So it's just like this creamy sauce that the green beans are in and it's like topped with like fried onions, but mm-hmm. it's very good. Okay. Fair enough. Well, Braden um, said he doesn't like it. I'm not a huge good. fan, but I definitely understand that a lot of people like it. And uh, and I was definitely on the, you know, uh, someone who was kind of on that, uh, on that topic. And my number four pick is going to be apple pie. And let me oh, let me say, apple okay. pie is by it's far the best pie. And here, here's my, pie. I am so hungry at talking about this right now. I'm not even joking <laughs> with you because I had the smallest dinner. I had like chicken and rice like three hours ago. I'm starving. I love chicken and rice. The 
a warm apple pie with a small scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. And if you're feeling extra bougie, a little bit of caramel drizzle, but it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. It's just an option. Apple pie is the perfect dessert for any holiday season. Pumpkin pie is good, but if we're being completely honest with ourselves, it's not even close to as good as apple pie. And I feel like our lists are pretty, pretty, uh, both pretty good. Yeah, I, feel I like am speak to legitimately wanting food so bad right now. Um, but yeah, that's that's mine is apple pie, and you can you can have it a la mode, you know, with a little bit of ice cream, um, or you can have it just sliced apple pie. I don't really like it cold as much as I do either room temperature or warm. But my grandma used to make it, and she'd put the sli- she'd take the slice, you know, cut me a slice, you know, and then put it in the oven or the microwave. Usually the oven's the way to go because it gets it a bit more of a crisp. And uh, you can use whipped cream, you can use Cool Whip, you can use ice cream. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Just a little bit of warm apple pie with a bit of cold on top. Fantastic. So I do love me some apple pie. Yep. All right. What's your number five? Oh, I'm stuck. I have one that's not really a food. Well, not a meal, but it is a food. Mm-hmm. And then I have another one that's like a di- whole dish. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, an... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my with the one that's higher, which is like. In addition to your plate, but I gotta say it, it's cranberry sauce. Fucking hey, man! All right, yeah, but but the my... Jello kind, like the really gross. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it looks like a can. That one specifically. Yes. I don't want the cranberry bits in there. I want to go on record saying this right now. The only acceptable way to eat cranberry sauce is the jellied cranberry sauce in a can. I don't Absolutely. care if it's low quality. I don't care if it's not the way cranberry sauce is like meant to be eaten because it's not even a sauce. I don't care what you're really meant to do with it. That is the acceptable way to eat cranberry sauce. You, you pour the can out onto a plate. You slice it up into little discs and you take a couple discs. You struggle to get it on a fork or whatever you're serving with because it doesn't fucking work and then you put it on the plate and you eat it quick because otherwise it's gonna like you know kind of spread over to everything else but jellied (laughs) cranberry sauce is the way to go and there is no other uh it's a very strong palate cleanser too i feel it's very strong flavor i just had Um, this debate with friends we went out to dinner the other night and i asked i said what do you guys think cranberry sauce or jelly cranberry sauce and they said some people were like, I don't eat it. And I'm like, okay, I can respect that. And then a few people were like, no, homemade's better. And I'm like, you're just wrong. Like, inherently incorrect, you know? Yeah. I did try the one with pieces last year, and it was okay. But it's mm-hmm. just it's just in the way, you know? It's just like navigating the cranberry bits to get to what you actually want. Yeah. Um, and Here's I, what your last one is. Yeah, I well, I mean, I wanted to kind of get a little bit all over the place and try to get some good, you know, you took the green bean casserole. Uh, you know, I looked over a couple different options as I was thinking about this before the um, meal. And by the way, I just want to point out that the most common thing brought to a Thanksgiving potluck is uh, green bean casserole, macaroni and cheese, and then cornbread. So for oh. your call out on the obscurity. Um, oh, it sounds great. I just haven't seen and, it. And I, mean, I haven't either, realistically speaking. My uh, last pick, while I would love to go those butter and herb dinner rolls because they're just fucking Mm. unbelievable and i just i can't go that carb heavy so i am going to go sweet glazed i'm sorry glazed sweet potatoes like honey sweet nice that that was what was on my list sweet potatoes what do you mean by that though because i was picturing the like mashed sweet potato that people do with like the marshmallow on top or something like that you could do i i I saw the marshmallow one where it's basically in a square pan and it's grown up with marshmallow that one's pretty good i i don't love sweet potato as a whole like it's not a go-to for me but i do like it in, in certain circumstances but i i think as a whole um i think 
basically just like however you want to do it. Like you said with the mashed potatoes, you know, my preference with regular mashed potatoes is a little bit of butter, a little bit of garlic. You kind of mix that in there. It's mm. just great. But some people may like it, you know, with che- cheesy mashed potatoes, you know, four cheese, five cheese, six cheese. I don't know. Um, but I'm going with uh, glazed sweet potatoes. That is my last. Do you know that's just like candy yams, right? Candy yams. That's the term <laughs> I couldn't remember. I wanted to sound. I would. I would keep the sweet potato though, because I think yams will turn people off from your list. They don't realize that they're very yeah, similar. Yeah, that's that's true. So we get a quick recap here of the Thanksgiving draft. Uh, so we've got my side is stuffing, cornbread, turkey, apple pie, and glazed sweet potatoes. Nicole has mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, pumpkin pie, green bean casserole, and jellied canned cranberry sauce, which I wholeheartedly agree with. Yes. Um, so if you guys are listening to this both good lists. I'd eat either side. So the only problem I have with Nicole's list, and I honestly think a lot of it's better, is that you have no meat. There's no... There's Vegetarian, no... baby. I'm not, but <laughs> some no. people might be. You know, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, but let us know what you guys think. I'm going to post this on TikTok and on our social media platforms. And we want you guys to vote. So you can use hashtag vote Nicole if you think Nicole's is better. And you can use the hashtag vote Braden if you think mine is better. And we will see who wins and what you guys think. And we'll let this run for a couple days because I think Thanksgiving may be a trending topic on social media in the next couple right. days. So maybe I do some need to point out what May is saying in chat because I'm just baffled. She said... Scalloped corn, yum yum. And I made a look visually for audio listeners with a look of confusion and kind of disgust because I'm not really a corn person. And she responded with, also, Nicole, I saw that look. It's just called that, but really it's Jiffy Corn. That cleared up nothing for me. I don't know what Jiffy Corn is either. So I'm going to need like a photo or an explanation on Twitter. I need something because I'm, I'm lost on what th- this dish is. I'm thinking like <laughs> so Jiffy confused. Pop, like the popcorn you make on the oven. What That's is the only Jiffy thing. Corn? Is this a, where are they? Iowa? They're in Iowa. It's probably like a potato Somewhere, thing. somewhere in the middle of oh, yeah, the United uh, States. They don't, they don't see sunlight over we're there. We're bringing our know. Jiffy Corn down to Thanksgiving. That's just, what we're doing. Jiffy cornbread corn mixed bread with corn. Mixed with, oh, no. You know what? No, I have oh, seen someone God, make that, no. and it's not good. Absolutely it's not. It's cornbread no. with corn in it. Yeah, no, no, no. God, ew. It why would you? A corn is fine. I was going to say, like, buttered corn. That's a safe option, but I felt like, you know, what I went with was a more rounder. You get a bit of sweetness, but it's corn in your cornbread. We don't have a southern accent. I don't know about that. Uh, is that is that how they speak in Iowa? They're like, hey, no iPad for you. I don't know how that works. I'm not really sure. I don't know what the – I feel like it's not like, you know, they're not Minnesota-ish. I think I'm scarred because I grew up eating creamed corn. Like, not all the time, but, like, as, like, a side for dinner. And I just – I don't eat corn at all now. I just avoid it if I can. Yeah, I do, too. I don't even hate corn, but, like, I, it gets stuck in your teeth. Or like, if you're eating, like, a corn on the cob or something. It has no nutritional value, fun fact. I can start a whole podcast about why you shouldn't eat corn, but that's one of them. Well, I, I know the corn song from TikTok. That's uh, – It's corn. It's corn. I uh, I thought the song um, – but anyway <laughs> – uh, what was I saying? I veered off. Now, corn, I don't like this. When you both have heard us talk and somehow still assume we have a southern accent. <laughs> That's I mean, I've heard you talk, but you were a little bit like... They've both been on the podcast and have no accent. I mean, Isaac's like... got a southern accent. He's like, I like Widow Mike. Or, like, I don't know. He's got a bit of an Iowan thing when he's not doing his elf on the shelf bit. Listen, I've seen people in movies that are from Britain and they talk in an American accent. How do we know you didn't just put that on Maybe for the you're podcast? Maybe faking it. That's true. It's absolutely true. No, I like corn. I just, I never, like, I never want corn. I'm not like, oh, 
I'm gonna go get corn. I'm like, all right. I mean, because like even like KFC has like the um, uh, the bowl, you know, the mac and cheese bowl, the mashed potato right. bowl, whatever it is, and there's like corn in it, and I'm like, I don't like the corn in here because like, but in cornbread, no, thank you. That feels like the fruit, like the the the, the bitter side of fruit cake. I think I don't I don't like that. You... I don't. Isaac is a mega Chad. Is that yes. a good thing? Is no. that a bad thing? I thought a Chad was like a good thing. Like, bro, you're a Chad. Like, you know, big chin, kind of like whatever. I mean, if you can take that as a good thing. I took like Chad as like a, like a, I don't know, like a dude bro. Yeah, like a dude bro. Like Chad. Like, like you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean. Chad is the, is Channing Tatum from. Um, 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Chad. If that's the ceiling, <laughs> that's I think. That's what I thought of. Fair enough. Uh, dude bros are not good. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, what, what constitutes a dude, bro? Like, the other day, I saw a police car, and my dude brother was bro. like, oh, you better make sure you don't have anything on you that you shouldn't. And I said, well, I got these two guns, you know? And, oh and you know, God. that type of thing, I do feel like is a dude bro combo. Chad is like a Karen, but more college. Right. Like, frat dude bro wouldn't trust him with your drink, you know? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a fair point. I mean, yeah. All right. Like, probably doesn't go to class, spends all that money, his parents' money, but dude. doesn't actually use it, that type of thing, you know? Yeah, he buys, dude like... Bro two copies of skyrim instead of just keeping the one yeah is there, is there a female chad what would we routinely call routinely disrespects women but it's confused why men like women don't like them dude bro yeah that's terrible there's a whole thing on the internet about that it's not gaming related but there's a whole <laughs> gathering of people that i've learned about relatively recently i mean i kind of had a th- idea that it was a thing but I, I veered into like a tweet and then the comments were just terrible yeah, and there's like these people that like will hit on a girl and then she's like not interested and then they're just all of a sudden like spewing these vile things and i don't i don't i yeah. don't get it but that's a whole yeah. other conversation female chad equals hot <laughs> cheeto girl yeah. i don't know what that means you don't oh no. my gosh you're so old what do you get mean on, i'm get, literally get on you... urban dictionary. go on urban dictionary look up chad look up dude bro <laughs> look what up is hot cheeto dude. girl because that sounds to me like is that like it's a girl like... who over tans who like lays in the tanning you know, bed and walks around you, looking you like know a... look well <sighs> our town i don't want to specify exactly where we live right, right our right, town right. specifically the type of people that walk around in their pajama pants oh my god them. they're all the, the juicy couture people and they walk around with like the yeah, cheetah print leggings it's the cheetah print. It's yeah. like the long fake nails. There's Hot one cheetah, like girl. right down the street for me that like I don't know why I'm doing like her hand signs, but it's she like, like sits crash, on the steps and they walk around and they're like, mm, and they got like their purse and that like they they typically like live off of like the government but like they somehow have like all that the might not stuff be the they... internet term of Hot Cheeto girl, but that's what I think of. No, fair it's enough because like... that makes sense to me. Yoonji knows what a what a Hot Cheeto girl is. I don't. BTS. Oh, I can't with I that whole thing. BTS Twitter. Mm-hmm. They were whining about the Taylor Swift fans got fucked by Ticketmaster the other day, obviously. Um, and I don't claim, I'm not, you know, in the know in that, but I have my girlfriend and one of my best friends are massive Taylor Swift fans. And I heard from multiple sides about like how terrible it was handled. And, and then they canceled the presale thing. And there were people on Twitter, like BTS, like canceled general sale. They didn't even BTS. Like, oh, we, why do we care? We didn't get the tickets for this. And I'm like, bro, why, why, why do you have to like, ju- like, why do you have to be like, poor me about something that like already happened instead of just being like, like sympathetic. Like, I don't know, just because something shitty happened. I just, it's a whole thing. It's a whole yeah, thing. Why'd you make mine have so much not JPEG? I don't know. I, does it look weird? Um, it does look weird. That's odd. I don't know what Toxic happened. Solo stands are ruining the world, May says. I'm going to take that as Solo, like the Han Solo movie, and they're ruining the world. You're absolutely right about it being way Can I have too... your font? We have the same font. That's the problem. There ain't no way. Bro, I'm Do telling you. Do you bold you. mine or something? No. 
I don't know. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to post these on there. We'll it's weird. It out. I hate we'll BTS fans. We'll it up fans. and post, as they say in the industry. How does this look? Is this better? <laughs> no! Give me a normal font. Is that better? No, oh, he's going to give me, like, wingdings. Or, I'm like, not going to give you, like, wingdings. I need to get some food. I'm uh, give starving. Me your, yeah, we're, we're wrapping up the show. Yeah, no, we are wrapping up. This was probably one of the most fun shows I've done start to finish. I honestly can't believe what? how fast it flew by. Is on your horizon. My horizon, dude. I don't even have any inherent plans this week other than Thanksgiving. So like Thanksgiving, I'm I'm going to you know a couple. I'm going to my girlfriend's family's place, and then we're going up to my dad's, and then I'm gonna come home and watch football, which I'm just I'm pumped for the whole the whole ordeal really. Um, and then I'm hoping on Friday to go out and do a little bit of uh, you know Black Friday shopping. Um, I don't have a ton of money to spend right now, but I'm hoping I can at least get something. And uh, and then you know the weekends I'm I'm on vacation. I want to play Sonic Frontiers and just kind of sit down and get into a game a little bit and actually just play. Um, but this is my season. This is kind of like my happy time if you will from like this beginning of this week through the end of the year um so i'm just chilling um uh, i want to work on some content and whatnot i'm hoping to upgrade some stuff you know for youtube and and other words and uh yeah i mean i don't really have any inherent plans coming up in the next couple of you know in the next week beyond like what you're doing for thanksgiving and all of that but um yeah i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty chill i want to play sonic frontiers and uh get the last two podcast episodes uploaded on YouTube that haven't been uploaded yet. So I can finally be done with that because they take literal hours to render and it's brutal. But other than that, yeah. Nice. And you? I'm still trying to finish God of War. So that's on my priority list for when I don't have adult responsibilities and work and Thanksgiving things to do. <laughs> um, but I shouldn't be too busy going to my parents for Thanksgiving um, and I don't really have any other family I need to go see for this holiday anyway. Um, so just finishing up God of War where I can. I feel like I'm doing, I'm trying to get Christmas lights on my house. So that's going to be a fun endeavor. I'm going to have to get out, like not on my roof. Cause my roof's like a try. I want to put lights on the front. It's like a triangle. It's like on the edge. So I'm going to have to get a ladder. So that'll be a fun, fun time. Can't you me. just make, can't you just make Ryan do it? <laughs> No, I want to do oh. it. I can only yeah, picture the, the, the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas where Goofy falls off the roof trying to hang up the lights, and I could just kind of picture you out there being like, I fell off the roof. Or I'm going to be like hanging uh, from it, and just going to be on the ring like needing help. I, um, uh, I finally finished decorating my room, and I wish I could show it off a little bit better, which I really can't because tree. this webcam sucks, but it's full garland, full light, everything. It looks really nice, and honestly, I set up like little sceneries in the background that like laid up, but... This webcam that I have, I hate it, and I really want to get a new one so I can actually do that. But you guys follow us on TikTok, and I will post a Christmas uh, decoration tour soon of my room. And maybe Nicole could post one as well uh, if you want to. Like... I have lots of decorations. Up. Well, not really. I've been waiting because of Thanksgiving, but I'm getting uh, impatient. So yeah. I started to put up more lights yesterday. I started um, as well. Yep. I've got um, like a not this weekend, but the following weekend I'm going to Disney for a few days. So Which is really shouldn't cool. interrupt the show at all because I'm just going over the weekend. Um I wasn't invited, but that's fine. No, you weren't. <laughs> I mean I would have politely declined, but I, I It's just it's a quick trip. I yeah, wanna go to Disney so bad on October like the end of October into the first week of November because uh, yeah, I've never seen Halloween, Halloween or Christmas and I'm going to see Christmas at Magic Kingdom and Epcot and Universal, which they all decorate and such. Mm -hmm. And then I we got, we were crazy and we paid for the Mickey Christmas party, which is like an after 
after hours, but it's not really. It's, like, from 5 o'clock to, like, midnight, so you mm-hmm. do get some extra time in the park, and it's limited, so all the ride lines are down, but there's, like, a whole Christmas parade, a whole Christmas fireworks show. It snows. They do, like, artificial snow oh, on Main Street, cool. which I'm really excited for. Um, I think it's worth it, just because I haven't seen it before. If I did, I was, like, a kid, and I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, I would love to go during Halloween, too. It'd be pretty cool. I feel like going during December is going to be really interesting because I feel like it's not going to be as hot. You know, when I went last, it was in, like, July, and it was, like, 100 degrees most days. And, like, I love Disney. And I, I and this will, again, another conversation for another day probably. But, like, Disney at night, like, when it's dark and all the park is lit up and it's cooler because you get the breeze. It's just a whole different experience. Not that during the day isn't fun, but, you know, it can be kind of No, chaotic. but, like, 100-degree days like, in the middle yeah, of July and August. Perfect. It's rough. And I like Universal Studios a lot, too. They're really expensive for, like, day passes for Universal. Oh, my God. I went $100 when I went there. for a day. I saw your tweet. Yeah, which is crazy because when I went, I think we paid, like, we went for one full day. It was, like, 140 But, I mean, inflation and everything. It's cool. Like, I like Universal, but Disney's such that the more days you buy, the cheaper it is. I'm pretty sure, like, if you buy, like, five days of tickets at disney is way cheaper than buying like two it's yeah it's, like, that's why universal amount. seems so expensive too because i'm usually going for the whole disney trip and yeah. then universal you can do in a day they're lying to you they're like right now they're like buy two tickets or two days get two free it's like i don't need four days in your park no. i can do everything in one like yeah. come on be realistic here there are some fun stuff and honestly we had the park hopper passes when i last went so we could go to like one park during the day and then go to another park in the afternoon because magic kingdom at night is something you should absolutely see and 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 uh I think it's, is it Hollywood Studios or MGM, whatever they're calling it now. I don't remember if they renamed Hollywood. it recently, but they have the Phantasma show where they do the fireworks, water show and everything Yeah, Phantasma's back love. too. I think it was like not there for a bit. That it makes now. sense because when I went in 2016, it was there, but I know they had talked about taking it down for a little while. That May, was just so we gotta fun. bring May to Disney. Dude, we should do that. We should take a, we should take a trip to Disney. That'd be so fun. Big Disney party and uh, we could dress Isaac up as the elf on the shelf and, uh, and we could take him, kind of walk around there and grant some wishes or something. Um, Isaac's streaming now, so anyone who is leaving our stream and doesn't have anything else to do, check out Isaac on on Twitch. He's a good guy. Uh, I think he probably needs some people to go over there and keep him company. E-S-A-M-E-A. Yes, like Mario saying, S-A-M-E, but, you know, sort of spelled out a little bit. Um, this was a blast. Honestly, um, I can't believe we're 16 episodes in. That's four months officially, which is kind of surreal when you really think about it because, like, I feel like we started this, like, four months ago um but this has been a lot of fun this month that is coming up december is going to be i think a lot of fun for both of us um i don't really know what we're even going to dive into topic wise yet obviously i think the game awards will be a big one and we will do a christmas special with christmas movies and everything that's definitely on the horizon there's some anime stuff to maybe revisit and we are the number 32 anime podcast in germany so at some point it feels like we should probably um revisit that talk about chainsaw man things of that nature but if you guys do have topics you want us to talk about or see or cover always suggestions are always welcome and appreciated i hope everyone has a wonderful holiday a wonderful thanksgiving if you celebrate if not i hope your day is wonderful regardless and uh those of you who are going shopping on black friday hopefully you get some great deals um i do miss the inability to actually go to the store but i'm also happy for the employees that they don't have to work and they get to be with their families so like selfishly it was fun and a nice change of pace to go out and just kind of not really have like a set agenda just be like hey but let's be honest like this is the time to just kind of hang with family um and um yeah so if you're a football person like i am big fantasy football person best of luck on thanksgiving with that um thank you guys for hanging out and for watching be stay tuned within the next 24 hours to weigh in on twitter and other socials for our draft um i think nicole did a good job here and uh you know i think she would have won if, if if she had had a few other options so this is my christmas dollar store bouquet 
Isn't it look, beautiful? Looks decent for a dollar store bouquet, honestly. Right? I have a Christmas. I got like cup, a little berry things in a there. Shake up cup. I filled this with uh, vodka and lemonade earlier. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for the support as always. Be sure to check us yes, out on social media. We are live on Twitch at Uncharted Horizons PC. Unfortunately, the other name was taken. So if you're listening to the podcast, you want to watch us live and hang out. We typically stream live. The time is almost always the same at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. It is more often than not on Wednesdays. However, with the holiday season coming up and stuff, there could be some switching up and, and variety with that. So check us out on there if you want to do it, if you're listening to the podcast. Um, Nicole, I hope you have a wonderful holiday and uh, you, you guys have a great time. And I will talk Vote to you soon. Me. Now, I will, we're going to get the votes up. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Have a great day. Bye.